Yo. What up? What up? What up? What's going on, man? Another episode, baby. What else? What number go. are we on? Listen, we, we, I got it. I'm cheating. 39, man. Episode 39. Ooh. At some point, I figured we're just going to stop counting. Yeah, no. No, we won't. I'll keep asking. <laughs> <We> are- <laughs> It'd be like episode 322. <laughs> Dude, three twenty-two. How how far away are we from that? That's like uh, six years. Yeah, yeah, all in, right? Yeah. Damn, we gonna be you gonna be what like mid fifties by then? I'm gonna be like uh, sixty-two. <laughs> <laughs> Sean gonna be retired in this bitch with his social security checks. Just I'll be like, listen, I'm quitting tomorrow. <laughs> Gather around the poker table, kids. Let me tell you a story. <laughs> I'm quitting tomorrow. I'm social security checks gonna start coming in next Wednesday. Oh snap, man! Woo! Welcome to another week, man, of the Carbon Footprint Podcast. Uh, I'm Juan, and I am Sean. And every week we get together, have a couple of drinks, and talk about things that are going on in the world. Try to focus on things that are making an, an impact on the world, whether they be good, bad, or otherwise. So, with that, what's on the menu today, sir? Hey, man, we on uh, we, we on our extra basic bitch stuff today, man. We're on this the, is this, good. It's good though. I don't care. Yeah, that's why I'm on it. It's a uh, kettle one vodka, but it's a uh, grapefruit and rosé with the kettle one. Uh, and then we got uh, some club soda and a little splash of cranberry juice. It's pretty delicious, man. With a squeeze of grapefruit. Mm. That's right. I forgot about that little thing in there. Little- Which I think that we, uh, <laughs> this is like the third drink <laughs> we're using the same piece of grapefruit. Yep. I, I forgot to keep squeezing it. I just <laughs> it gave up even, on it. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It doesn't it's, matter. The, it's the cranberry. The cranberry actually hit it off right. Hit it off right, man. But that those kind of one joints, they have um like a couple flavors of them. Yeah. They're all good, man. And with club sodas, it's awesome. You can drink that shit all day. Yeah, no, it is. It, it is. It's really good. All right, man. So I got my carbon footprint of the week goes out to a French company. And so because they're French, I'm probably going to uh, mispronounce their name, but it's 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 spelled Carmat. C-A-R-M-A-T. Okay. So uh, we should hit up your sister to see if she Yeah, you know uh, French is going to be like, man. Yeah. <laughs> going to be like, sacre bleu. Yeah. <laughs> no you know what knowing uh that language you probably don't even pronounce the c and then it's probably just like it's gonna be like Ramah. <laughs> watch <laughs> we're going to check that out go check that out all right so these guys man and you you'll love this so they created a device called the ason and it's essentially it's essentially an artificial heart Ooh, it's coming, you, it's coming man your, your it's boy's coming. blood pressure is gonna be through the roof i don't give a fuck i mean all the salt <laughs> But it's it's actually like thirty years in the making, um, and so what the reason what they're coming out with it now is um, for the folks in Europe that are waiting for heart transplants. So it's like a temporary solution. It's a temporary solution, but in its current form, that they're, they're saying that it'll last a couple of years, and so you know you figure you you in you know improving at the design over time. And then that, that, that length of time just gets better, yeah. right? Dude, if you get it at like 70, so what's a couple, like two, three right now? It didn't say. It just, yeah, had, a, it just had a couple of years. I mean, it's supposed to be a temporary solution until they get some, you know, a donor. And donors don't come by, you know, they're, they're not dime a dozen, right? So whether it's because folks don't want to give away their, their hearts when they're dead, you know, or, you know, just finding a match for yourself, and it's difficult. So they have a they have a, a, a list of like 2,000 people that are waiting for this. And so this is going to give those folks a chance to survive to longer, make to, the... to make it to that time when they can actually get a donor. That's fire, man. Fuck yeah, man. I was like... Artificial. And yeah. like you said, it's only a matter of time before they're like, yo, this will last 20 years, and then we got to replace it. Yeah. Or 10, and we got to replace it. And then you go, I'm 77. That's, that's all I need. That's all I need. Yep. 
you're like, dude, what if you get to 97 and you like stick another one back in? I'm ready to go. <laughs> Change the batteries. Change the batteries. <laughs> this shit actually runs on batteries. Oof. It runs on batteries and I think some 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 sort of like actuator flu. Putting a lot of faith on it, dude. Um, so. But yeah. <laughs> it's like, um, and then it's like, uh, it's a, what the hell is it? It runs on batteries, um, has actuator fluids. And uh, there was something else that I wanted to Batteries discuss. Actually, and I can't remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't remember. What it, oh, but it so it makes it makes decisions on like on like how to pump the blood, on like what on what exactly to do. So it's it's a really smart. So device. it's intelligent. I was gonna say it's not yeah. just like fibrillating or whatever. Yeah. It's actually like, no. It's, it's it's a smart device, man. So kudos to those guys, Carmat. Again, I'm I am probably pronouncing that incorrectly, but go look them up. And uh, if you're looking for you know if you're waiting for a heart. There's help is coming. That's insane. I keep telling y'all, man, I'm waiting on the heart. The liver. The liver. The liver's yeah, next. Rap. The liver's next, man. And this we, got the, we did the eyes last week. Yep. Right? Did the eyes. I'm letting myself yeah. go. Cure for cancer is coming. <laughs> yeah, everything. We're getting everything. We're getting everything, man. We're going to be living to like 275. <laughs> running running marathons at 230. <laughs> Listen, if Brady can play football Chill. into his mid-40s, which today, did you see that he's like... I, I want to play through like forty five and beyond. Yeah, dude. why not? If you're him, I think he feels like that now, right? Because he's on a on a like on a pedestal. On a, yeah, he's on a It'll high right one now. One bad season where he's like, "Fuck this." But <laughs> I I kind of would like to see him give it a shot, dude. Like to forty six, forty seven, especially if he's on this team with that D and all. Yeah, man, I would love to see him go, dude. Can you imagine that guy? Like, even if he's in a Super Bowl and an NFC title game at forty seven. That's crazy. That would be so crazy, man. It yeah, would be, it, it's like 10 years past where he should have retired. Yeah. That's nuts, man. And then to play at his level. That's why. Dude, so you you giving away uh, your organs and you go? Yeah, I don't You're care. On, yeah, me neither. I don't I don't get I know there's people who are like, no, fuck that. Like, no, I mean, I'm like, why? I'm not going to need it. I'm not using them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, yeah, I can have my artificial heart. Listen, bro. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I hope that I live long enough, right? So, so that all my shit is dead. Yeah, they can't use it. Right. Yeah, but no I'm, one's gonna want mine. Yeah, but if you figure, man, if, if you know, if God forbid, if I die in the next ten years, man, and I have a lot of things that could, you know, be used by other people, by all means, man, I got dip take it, liver, bro. <laughs> no, <laughs> let's go get tested. Look, no, you don't. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> That's true. You got a couple years on me of this. Yeah, you're right. Maybe I don't need it. <laughs> That's fire, man. What's the company again? Carmat. Carmat. And the uh, and the device is called Ason. A E S O N. Yo, Carmat, hit us up. Uh, we'll give you a, a, a free plug on the show. Week to week, all I need is a heart. I don't even want money. <laughs> I just want to be on the list. Just promise me a heart. Yeah, promise me a fake heart. W- whatever the model is when I'm 78. Yep. I'm good. It. I'll take it. What you got? That's fire, man. Dude, I got my carpet footprint is a guy. In, uh, he's a principal, man, in, in uh, North Charleston High School. Uh, his name is Henry Darby. Dude, this guy took on a night job to support. So he's a principal at this... Um, this high school that has like a man, I gotta pull up the the poverty rate at the high school is it's more than half of his students are, in, are live in poverty. This is uh, Charleston, South Carolina. Yeah, so it's um ninety percent of the student body at Charleston is living below the poverty line. Wow. So most of his students, so, which is what do you know what that is these days? Dude, the poverty line, I, we can find out right now. Right? Is it? I wonder if it, if is it like under thirty thousand? Is it under twenty? So it 000? varies, I think, by. So let's look up the poverty would, line in Florida. Yeah, I was going to say it probably varies by area. Jesus Christ, bro. The poverty line for a family of four, the federal is 26200 
I, I don't know how you and the for a family of four, the Florida one, it's if you make under fifty two thousand in Florida, you're on the, the poverty oh, line. Oh wow. That's crazy to me. That's insane, dude. Andy, if you're, and if you're a single said, person? I would have said if you made 52, you'd probably doing okay, but maybe that's only if you're single. But if you're a family of four. Family of four, yeah. 52, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, I, yeah, I don't know how you could survive. Tell that shit to somebody in the Middle East, bro. Bro, 52? <laughs> they're like, 52. They're like, we own everything, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you see the sand just north of that sand? We own that, too. <laughs> like, <laughs> I got 30 camels. <laughs> <laughs> got a 1974 Range Rover thing running like new. Oh my God, bro! Yeah, so poverty line. So in in I guess what what is it in South Carolina? So if you're in South Carolina, that it has to be. Let's see, bam. Let's see, we need a Jamie up in here. Yeah, for a family of four, it's uh two children, twenty five thousand four sixty five for okay. family of four. So, so you say 90%, 90% of the people li- are living with less than $25,000 a year. I, wow, bro. That's dude, crazy. That's insane, man. But, so, what, so what does the guy do? So this guy, man, took a night job at Walmart okay. to basically pay for stuff for his students, like supplies and food. And so, and he works, dude, like overnights. So 10 p.m. to 7 a.m. And, and he goes and teaches? I think oh, wait, some wait, nights, he's, he's but, he's, but he's, a, he's a principal. So he goes in and works still, but right. he doesn't do it every night. So I think a lot of it is probably Friday, Saturday um, but he does do it some weeknights too, where he has to go to school the next day, which is that's crazy, crazy man. to me, man. So every single paycheck that he gets goes towards helping his students, all of it. And this guy's like, uh, he's, he said, he's just really wanted to help everybody, man. And he's like, um, like, he's like, people just don't ask for money and stuff. And these guys are in shitty situations. So he helps them out, which I thought was cool, man. And then he was on, I guess people found out. Like, he didn't even like the attention, and somehow, I guess, right. you know, telling people, like, oh, what do you do? I oh, just, you know, kind of work this night job, and I give the money to the school or whatever, or to the students. And uh, I guess Walmart caught wind of it, so he's working at Walmart. Walmart donated 50 grand to, like, this kind of scholarship fund thing that he yeah. does. Or it went directly to the school, but basically to go to help the students and stuff yeah. like that, man. But, dude, shout out to that guy, man. You want to talk about... How many people What's do you name? know? Henry Darby, man. Henry Darby. Yeah, dude. So to, to, to honor him, Walmart surprised him on the Today Show, actually. He got on the Today Show. Oh, that's cool. And then they gave him a check for $50,000 for his school. And um, and he was like, yeah, that's going to go a long way to helping stuff. So he's And he's a guy. He says his grandmother um, always instilled in him that he's got to help people, man. That, you know, everything's about community and helping each other out. And that's all we have is each other kind of thing. And he goes like, yeah, I just always wanted to help people. And so he's like, I saw people in my school suffering and... You know, he's like, I was like, oh, what can I do? Yeah, that's Picked crazy. Up a job, man. That's wild, dude. I mean, listen, man. <laughs> I ain't doing that shit. <laughs> no, I, 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 yeah, I wouldn't either. You know what's funny, man? Like, so you, I mean, you, you, your wife is a teacher, right? So, and so she knows principals and you probably know principals. Mm-hmm. How much work do they actually do? Like, is there like a ton of work involved in being a principal? Yeah, because if you, if you are a principal, you are essentially the CEO of that school. So you run everything. You manage budgets. You know, HR, IT, you know, like you oversee the entire school and they give you basically here's your budget and go run this company for this fiscal year. And you got to make it work with this. And that means you have to allocate money for your teachers, supplies, utilities. I mean, the whole nine. So so thinking about that, bro, he's going here. I have this budget and here's how I'm going to spend it. It's not enough. My kids are still suffering. So I'm going to go to Walmart and work and everything I make from there. I'm going to give to them. He just uses it 
first kid. That's crazy, That's bro. Crazy, good. Man. And listen, my, my wife teaches at a school that they do provide extra help and stuff like that for the kids. And and listen, man, there's something educators in general, man, don't get into it for the money. <laughs> That's for damn sure. Uh, especially principals, you know, because I'll tell, um, you know, principal friends that we have and stuff all the time. Like if you went to the private sector with their education background and all that, you'd crush like you would make a shit ton of money and a lot right. of them just really like what they do man wow. and it's insane to, to to do that um for the amount of money they make and the amount of um like just how committed they are to that man to like the students and stuff like that it's crazy man so i saw that story and i'm like man that guy's yeah, that's shout out to and him, he's not man. young man he's not a young no. dude it doesn't say his age here but i saw his picture <laughs> <laughs> what nationality was it? Listen, and you know they say black don't crack. Oh. So when you look old, <laughs> if he looked old, old he was about eighty-two. <laughs> <laughs> bro, he look yeah he yeah he look old, so he's probably gonna be like eighties. But yeah, man, like this dude look like he's getting close to retirement age. So yeah, shout out to that guy. <laughs> that means he's a past retirement age. Yeah. <laughs> In black speak. <laughs> black speak. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. Black don't crack, man. Asian don't raisin. That's awesome. That's just, man. That you just reminded me, man. There was this article that I read this week. Um, <clears throat> just keeping kind of with the with the kid theme here. There was a guy in in the Netherlands that was selling his sperm to women for like two hundred bucks a pop. Uh, wait. So when you say a pop, like like what uh, we talking like a like a nut. A, a, a cup full, yeah. Okay. A cup full, like yeah. Like he delivered this shit to you. <laughs> was he weighing it, measuring it? How we do it? I don't just, know. Bro. Just a pop. I just yeah. So it's like he had like a he had like a website, and then and then they would go to it, and they go like, oh, okay, like this guy, whether he's like good looking or you know if he's tall or short, whatever it is, right? Whatever his his specifications uh, are, because right? They get to pick like what their kid could potentially have, like the genetics, right? And and I uh, and I think. That's how it works, like at donor places, right? They they go like, oh, like this donor is like a doctor, or you know, mm-hmm. whatever. So this person got a fifteen hundred on the SAT, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So apparently, this guy has done sort of like enough business over the years that he's got like two hundred kids. <laughs> <laughs> so you said where was this? In the Netherlands. Nah, he Puerto Rican, bro. <laughs> <laughs> nah, man. Ain't none of them women picking us. You turn off the lights, bro. We're Puerto Rican. We multiply like roaches, bro. There'd be 200 of us. <laughs> as soon as you cut the lights back. <laughs> then we scatter. And then we just scatter. <laughs> Dude, so, so the, the, the woman in the story... Um, she was just like, oh, you know, like I saw, I saw this guy's profile online and, you know, I liked it and we, we hooked up, whatever, 200 bucks is less than going to like a, like a donor clinic. Um, so got it. She got, she gets pregnant, has a kid a couple years on the line. She's at a, she's at her, like her kid's school and there's this other like mom there and her kid looks a lot like hers. And she's like, hey. <laughs> Like, they look alike, you know? So they get to talking and they realize that they both paid this dude $200. Same dad, basically. Yeah. And so they started so they started doing research and they found out that this dude has like 200 kids and they're going, 
yo, like this is crazy because now like the siblings are finding each other on like Tinder and shit like that <laughs> and fucking hooking up. <laughs> yeah, and depending on the town, yeah, it, that's yeah. very easily gonna happen. Yep, finding each other. On <laughs> you be like, and you know, you try to find people with like you know similar interests yeah, or whatever, course. right? So and the genetics are gonna play a really big part. <laughs> oh my god! So so the women are like appalled, right? And so apparently, I was I was started going on the rabbit hole on this a little bit, and I was looking at like like donor clinics, and 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 I guess the, the rule of it is is like if you go to to, to donate your sperm, they'll ask you, have you done it before, you know, at, or, or have you donated at other places? And then if you answer yes, then they'll usually go like, nah, then you know, just stay over there, don't don't do it here. But if you answer no because you're trying to get paid. <laughs> they want exclusivity on the product? <laughs> no, it's that they don't want because they, they want to be able to control how much of your stuff is going out. Ah, uh, okay. So to avoid situations like this. I, I Apparently. So was so. this guy, wait, so when he, when you say 200 a pop, so he's selling it on his own? Oh, yeah. He got his own website. So he got his own website. Yeah, People yeah, yeah, order yeah, sperm yeah. from him. Yep. And then and then he come and then when like turkey based meet him up. He'd meet him up at a, like a Target or something and like drop the package and collect 200 and do not pass and go. do not pass. <laughs> <laughs> yo, that's like a craigslist thing you just yo you imagine you meet up someone at the parking lot of a walmart yeah. and you got a little cup of sperm you like you might want to stick that in the refrigerator soon as you get home <laughs> now i don't know the because like, what do you the logistics you got a turkey right? based or something to, right yeah i guess man i mean i don't they, they didn't go into like how they did that Dude, shit. but so presumably if he's doing this on his own website you can't think you're the only one exactly that's like, a, so, why are you appalled if there's 700 siblings out there so this is what i wanted to ask you so they're like appalled and right they're, they're trying to take this guy to court and stuff right and and it's going i'm going like okay so a you got off of a website if you thought you were the only one you're stupid yeah unless you sign something that says oh you're gonna be the only one right there's, there's, it's, it's <laughs> you're exclusive. the only one that gets this batch right <laughs> and i'm like for 200 bucks if you want to be exclusive it ain't gonna be 200 it's not gonna be 200 yeah, I wonder if he would charge more or less if you help him extract it. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you imagine they're like, uh, what if I help you? He's like, send picture. <laughs> <laughs> if you help, it's a buck seventy-five. And they'd be like, ooh, it's gonna go if, up to two seventy-five for you, three hundred. If, if you let me personally baste it, <laughs> it's a cool hundred. <laughs> <laughs> seasonal prices don't depend <laughs> Dude, so and and i read this story like earlier today <laughs> and so during the day i'm at home and my wife is watching um caso cerrado oh god <laughs> right which is like the fucking ghetto like people's court people's it's, court. A, it's a hood rap yeah, people's court on the yeah, spanish channel exactly and so and on that show ironically there's this guy who was running this like ring where he said his sperm was like 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 the messiah sperm like god told him that his sperm was going to produce the next messiah so he had he had women like lining up to get the messiah sperm to get the messiah sperm and people fell for that oh yeah there was there was couples that would come to his that would come to his place so that he, so that he could you know provide his specimen that's <laughs> And then, and then he had like disciples and the shit. Messiahs, yo, people were, yo, people, yo. And then, so the person bringing him to court was basically like, yeah, like I know it's bullshit, but 
he is the father of this kid. Like, I need child support. <laughs> I mean, you're going to need to grant, she grant got a it. couple wishes. She got it. She got it. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I kind of had a problem with that, bro. I was just like, nah, you're you're stupid. Yeah, like, she got it, though. Yeah? Yeah, I disagree with that, man. Yeah, I, see, that's what I, I thought, too. Because they were like, I think uh, my, my wife was saying... Because I don't I don't speak good Spanish, right? So <laughs> I was like, "What's going on?" And she goes, "Oh, well, it's like it's almost like a uh, like a misrepresentation." Yeah, and, but, and I was like, "No, but it's really not." Like if he, if he believes that shit, right? Yeah, like he might believe it, right? Yeah, and then you, yeah, I don't know, man. Yeah, but no, she won. He wasn't charismatic enough, bro. Well, I guess he was because he got on the buy it. <laughs> Fuck, bro. Not only did he get on the buy, this dude had like disciples. There was one story where she like <laughs> disciples. They, yeah, where he like <laughs> some dude brought his, brought his wife to like. To like get the specimen, and the dude like brought in his disciples, and they each one hit it. What? So how do you know which one is? I don't. They all no. They, they're all the disciples. All have the special sperm. So you're gonna have a blend of this, like at least at least you maybe you'll get from one of them. One. You'll get the possible Messiah. Holy people shit. are fucked. Yeah, people are messed up, bro. And the ones that believe that shit is even worse. Honestly, man, you what's to stop you from doing anything, man? Making up some shit like that and no. just. <laughs> nothing jeez man really it's like your own self-conscious right your morals or your shit bro but that guy's probably banking well he was he was and now he got they, a shit ton of they child arrested support. him <laughs> they arrested him on the show yeah. they arrested him on the show <laughs> on the show they arrested him for took, misrepresentation they took him away i don't know what the hell they're how do you prove he's for, not bro. part of the messiah you can't you can't you can't that's crazy, man. That's what I'm saying. I mean, it's all beliefs. <laughs> it's, it's all beliefs. Right? Yeah. It's all beliefs. So you can't fucking. You can't. Yeah, because how do you go? Like, what do you test? He might for? be right. Be like, yo, get him to come down, <laughs> <laughs> or come up, or shit. like, what are you? <laughs> you got to prove right now you're the Messiah. Like, how do you even? Yeah, I don't know. Walk on water. <laughs> <laughs> you just gonna run real fast. <laughs> I made it to the middle of the pool. <laughs> you see, I was walking on water. <laughs> And then y'all didn't believe, so I sank. Oh shit, man, dude! Uh, yo, man, shout out to that guy though, man. He made two hundred bucks a pop. Yo, I, bro, if you can do that twice a day for five days a week. That's a you making six figures a year. That's a good living, bro. Yep. No, I can't. You know, and, and you can't blame him, right? If you go like, yo, if people are, if, yeah, if you're if, willing if, if, to there's buy a market it. for it, yeah, why there's not? a market for it. Why not? Yeah, why wouldn't you? Yeah, and and then and then if you're the buyer, like, how are you appalled? I don't even I don't, like. That's the reason I don't get. Yeah, I don't. I, yeah, especially if it was his own website, I would be. I would understand that if she got it from a, a place, like if she went to a place and they got it, and then it was like, "Yo, we went to this place and we were expecting that we had kind of exclusivity, or that would you know there wasn't going to be right. seventeen hundred, but or any kind of agreement." But if it's a guy's personal website, bro, you gotta assume that yeah. it's you're not the only one. Now he gonna have to shift it to Craigslist and just just like go with anonymous. Just keep changing the name. I just <laughs> wonder, man, how much of that shit actually goes on. Right? Oh, because it has to go yeah, on. Yeah, all yeah, yeah. bro. Crazy. Yo, would you do that, bro, for like somebody, like a friend or like a family member or like just somebody you knew who was like, yo, we can't have babies. Uh, yo, we, you know, you're you're a smart dude. Uh, we like your genetics. Can you donate sperm? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, if, like if you know, like if I had that, that discussion with the wife and right, and she, and she was just like, yeah, like. They deserve you know a child. What? I think with that, it, it it almost has to be your wife's idea. Yeah, it can't be you. <laughs> it can't be me, right? Yeah. Like, how are you gonna donate that? That's true. You're like, oh, <laughs> what are you gonna be thinking about when? Yeah, you don- right. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> but 
But yeah, I don't know if I would have a, have a problem with it. Yeah, that's tough, man. What about you? Uh, I listen, man. The way I look at it is, if you couldn't have babies naturally, that's if, that's the sign. That's a sign. We like listen. You're maybe, blessed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're either real lucky, or the universe is trying to tell you you're gonna be a shitty parent. <laughs> maybe you shouldn't. <laughs> bro, like if <laughs> it's it gonna your, sound fucked up. It ain't bro. your time yet. But listen, if you're religious, right? <laughs> And you believe that everything is God's will and you can't have a baby. Isn't that a sign that God don't want you to have a baby? Because yeah. maybe you did too much blow in your 20s and now you got to pay for it. <laughs> your uterus is fucked up. Fucked up. Fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> or you're just an asshole. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, because who are we to interfere with? I don't know. I guess you could make that argument for anything, though. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's tough. I don't know, bro. Because I, I feel like I, I don't have the heart in me to say no to someone if like if you felt like they were deserving of it. Right. <sighs> yeah, that's a tough one, man. They got to catch me on the right day. And you know what? And I got to like them a lot. Like the like the person. Like if, if it's someone that's just like a meh, where you're like, I don't even like those people. It's an absolutely no. Well, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. But no, but somebody that, that you knew and that you were maybe even close with, yeah, why not? That'd be kind of weird, though, bro. Nah, like really, five years bro. later, bro, you around, y'all having a thing, and you like, you know, you my kid too. <laughs> 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 they bring their kid over. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, as I said, if it was somebody that you were close to, right, you would probably have some kind of relationship with that with that kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I right, guess, you're not man. you're not dad, but it doesn't really matter, man. Like they, yeah, they, yeah. they're being raised. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But if they're being raised, right, if they're being raised by like your boy. Right or your your whether it's a family member or or a good friend like he's a good father whatever man so you just yo like I'd be like listen every time your dad walks into the room I need you to call me daddy <laughs> 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 and, and then be like let me show you what I did in school this week I'm <laughs> <laughs> uh, too petty for yeah that, yeah you're fucked up but dude we gotta yeah, no, note to self don't ask don't ask one for sperm I might yeah. make some shit in there. <laughs> Yo, on that, man, the big story this week boom, was this GameStop shit. Dude, it was the Redditors, man, the Wall Street bets on on, on Reddit. Yeah, it, dude. So the more I thought about this, I was like, this is like Wolf of Wall Street. It's, yes, but more like the Big but, Short. I don't think I Did I see that one? So the Big Short was the one that was about the housing crisis in the, in the 2008, 2009. Yes, yes, I did see it's, that It's one. like that. That's the one with Batman in it, right? Yes, Christian yes, Bale. Christian he played the drums. It's, it's He's Batman. <laughs> it's Batman. His name is Batman. <laughs> yeah, we knew who you were talking about immediately. <laughs> yeah, uh, but yeah, or Wolf of Wall Street, right? You you pumping and dumping stocks, basically. You pumping shitty. Yeah, in like, this case, it's not a shitty stock; it's a mainstream stock. But usually, this happens with like penny stocks, right? But you saw like um, like Wolf of Wall Street. It was it was obviously his company that was pumping it. In this case, it was individuals on a freaking message board that were just like, you know what? Fuck these guys. Let's all buy into this thing we'll into and this. drive the stock up. And then so from what I understand is, and you probably know this stuff better than I do, so keep me honest here. So the hedge fund guys essentially bet against this stock because the stock is a shitty price. Yeah, yeah the hedge funds make a good bulk of their money. Hedge funds go high risk, high reward. So they essentially almost always bet on a loss, on a stock right. crashing, not a stock going it's up. It's like going up. But then what happens is because all these all these guys on the message board, we'll call them the Reddit guys for the sake of, yeah. of discussion. All the Reddit guys get on and go, let's buy the stock to pump the price up. Then the hedge fund guys go, oh shit, 
Yeah, we have a short lose. position. I'm going to lose. Yep. So they have to buy it. Yeah. So, so what right? happens is is uh, what they do, and and they've been allowed to do this. I know people complain like Why? forever. They've been allowed to do this for a hundred years. Yeah. Right. Like the when the stock market was set up, this was this has always been around. So what they can do is they can call something called short. I can basically like if I'm a hedge fund, I can borrow stocks right in GameStop. Let's say I pay ten bucks for these stocks. I can borrow these stocks right, and then I can I I can say I'm going to borrow them, and I'm going to take the short position. I'll pay you seven dollars or something like that or whatever okay. it is, right? I'm going to sell it to you at whatever the current market price is, but I'm betting that it's going to go down to seven. So let's say the market price is ten, yep. and I go, hey, I'm betting that it's going to go down to seven because what's going to happen then is I'm going to have to pay you at some point, and usually you put a deadline. So as of this date. And then, or it's either deadline or a number that it gets to, right? Okay. And then you can kind of uh, forget, but, but you can basically execute on the trade. So basically, I'm going, I'll sell it to you for the 10. I'm betting that it goes down to seven. Then I'll actually buy it. I've already sold it to you. So then I'm going to make the $3 profit, right? But you're doing okay. this on the thousands and thousands of right, shares or right. whatever, millions of shares. So what happens if it drives up? I'm fucked because now I have to pay. You got to pay new the price up, on it, right, right. the upside on it. So there's no profit for me. And now I'm completely out of. And then what it does in, in that case, right? So when they have to buy it, it just perpetuates the problem and it drives, it the, price drives even the price higher. even higher. Yeah, <laughs> it's fucking, you know, but you know, what's funny is it's how the hedge funds have been manipulating this forever. Right. So like the only difference here was that the consumer, that the retail traders went, oh shit, we can. And they pick GameStop and all these companies because they're basically like, so if you notice, they're they picking companies that are crashing. Well, yeah. that and they're and they're picking companies that are like, yo, these guys are suffering because GameStop is like, fucking hey, we got enough cash to get through the year. AMC, just from that little dip that, that happened like Thursday, Friday, AMC is like, oh, we're covered for 2021 cash-wise. Wow. Like they're good because they had this sudden influx yeah. of cash, right? So, they're basically like picking these companies on purpose because they're like, hey, they're cheap, but also these companies are like kind of in a tough position right now. Yeah. We're just going to go in and select these. And they found out that these, so they're picking companies that A, they know people had short positions on and, and are suffering like this year. And they know these short positions are basically going to come through. So what they did was they basically went, hey guys, let's all buy this. And the stock market is 100% driven on emotion, right? So if I go, hey, Sean, buy this stock, and you tell your friends, hey, go buy the stock, and we go online, we tell everybody to buy the stock, that stock starts moving. Everybody goes, oh, shit, what's going on? We're going to start buying it. And like anything else, supply and demand, it drives the price up, right? Like So it, it was hilarious to see because that's exactly how the people who take the short positions work it. They'll take a short position, right? And then suddenly what you see is like some CEO of some hedge fund is on like, you know, MSNBC money or whatever is on Kramer. And he's like, oh, I don't feel too good about, you know, blah, blah, blah. You know, we're keeping an eye on there. And then suddenly people hear whatever company he mentioned and they go, no shit, they're going to tank. I'm going to start selling. I'm going to start selling. I'm going right. to start selling. It drives it down drops the price. Down, right. They meet their short and they go. So the difference here was, is that the poor people did it to the hedge fund guys. And it, Fuck them like they've been fucking everybody else for years, man. And, but they lost like billions. Yes, dude, right. They bankrupted uh whatever oh. capital, uh Melvin Capital. They bank- really yeah, they bankrupted them, but they got they're backed by like right. City or whoever, you know, like so they'll yeah, they'll that, survive. Fine. But it's why Robinhood started pulling out. Well, so that's the other thing, right? So so and Robinhood, um, I just got the app recently. Um, you know, that their their name implies like you know, almost, you know, steal from the rich, give to the poor, right? And they were like one of the first ones to go, okay, no more no more trading. Now, they came out later on and said, oh, well, it's because we have to, like, cover the, the cash that's going to Yeah, take. there's a minimum deposit threshold that they have to keep on hand that they claim. That they claim they didn't have. So they had, to, they had to stop the buying of it. It's a liquidity problem. So essentially what they're saying is 
we don't have the cash to pay out all these people if once they start basically like dumping these stocks, which is what's going to happen because now the price is at 200 some dollars. Like, I don't know if you saw, there was a kid on Reddit who I forget how much he put in, but it was, it basically turned into like $22 million. Get the fuck yeah. out of here. And he was posting screenshots of his like Robin Hood account or whatever. And yeah. he's just like, he's like, guys, holy shit. Like, look where I'm at. They're going to have to pay that kind of cash out to uh, thousands of people who, I mean, not $22 million, but a bunch of people right. who basically took this massive position because once it gets to the peak, the whole idea is everybody starts they selling. Start selling. And then the price drops again, but now you've had to pay out at the peak. Of, and they they wouldn't meet their deposit. So for every whatever deposit you make, they have to keep a certain percentage of it on hand. They weren't gonna, they, they just weren't going to be able to meet that. And I think what it exposed was that these Robinhood is very new. So like if you were a Goldman Sachs, you would have lost a shit ton of money here, but you can afford it. Like you're liquid enough. Right, but Robinhood is not. Robinhood is not liquid enough to to not to withstand something this big. Yeah, I saw the the I saw an interview with the CEO. It's like from his living room. Yeah, that it looked like mine. He looked like the Boston <laughs> bomber. <laughs> At first, yeah. I thought they were interviewing that guy, and then I was like, oh shit, it says Robinhood CEO. <laughs> you know, like a like a like a ten by ten room with the staircase in the background. I'm like, oh, that's my house. He was being held against his will. <laughs> <laughs> he's like talking it's like somebody's in the background going like reading like throwing them the script and he's like so we have to maintain you know it's like the hedge fund manager guy with a gun to his head <laughs> dude he was I, you know what's funny man is that again if these these positions happen the opposite way daily It'd be fine. It'd be fine. It wouldn't even be and news. it is fine. It wouldn't even be news and it happens every day. But they lost like seventy billion yeah. dollars, right? Shit happens, bro. Yeah. You know what? Like, and the funny thing is you gambled on this and you lost the bet. But you know, like like what these people are gonna find out is right, house always wins, right? So, you know, I, I, I think it's hysterical. I saw like the Nasdaq CEO asking for regulations and like all the anti-regulation right? people are all like, we need regulations. Yeah. We need regulations. I'm like, this is why you have this uh, this angst and this animosity between like the the rich and the poor, the haves and the have-nots in this country. It's because, you know, the, the poor people are finally like, oh, fuck, that's what you guys do? Cool. We'll join you. It just happened to fuck you that time. And now they're just like, oh, you can't do that. You got to regulate it. Like, you didn't care about it when it was working in your favor and you were screwing right. over small guys. Yeah, it's just... Yeah, no, I, I did see I did see a quick um, interview with um, who was the Wolf of Wall Street guy? What's his name? Uh, Jordan Belfort. Jordan Belfort, and um, and and he was the one that was that, that he was like he goes, yeah, that's pretty much what we were doing, um, but at a company level, right? And now these guys are just doing it at individual levels. And dude, you can't stop it. Like I was gonna say, like they changed the game. What are you gonna regulate? And honestly, I shouldn't even say they changed the game. They basically just like went, oh shit, just exposed it. They just exposed it. Went, yeah. fuck, why don't we do this? Because and Gary V had a great practical approach to this. He goes like, this is the internet. This is what happened. You can't stop humans from communicating, right? So unless now you're gonna limit transaction amounts and you're gonna limit like purchasing, right. money, you're gonna do that stuff. Then you go, okay, but does, does that apply to everyone then? Because right. that can apply to a hedge fund. And these guys are gonna figure out their ways around it because they'll just create different. Um, They'll just create different uh, funds and they'll just buy through those various funds to meet those daily limits. You know, like, I don't know what you would do. I, I, I'm not smart enough to figure out what kind of regulation do you put in place for this? Like, I don't you can't. The stock market is and has always been emotionally driven. It almost has nothing to do with the health of a company. It has more to do with the news of the health of a company. You know, yeah. It's, yeah. so right. it's like 
if we got online and we just started telling people, hey, go buy, it could be the shittiest stock in the world. Hey, go buy this, guys. And everybody starts buying it. It automatically drives the price up. It could be a failing company. It doesn't matter. Yeah. I don't know how you stop that. You can't. Yeah, and then, you know, I wonder, like, is this, is this just because of the internet or is this because of COVID? And people have time. People are home and have time to play. Well, you know, that's part of it. But then it's also the the internet is the great equalizer for everyone, mm-hmm. right? Like the, the what, what these Wall Street traders and these hedge fund managers and all these guys, what they had was, right, access to, to trade desks and all this stuff. And, and now because of the internet, we have, you know, and Robinhood, you have instant access to be able to execute a trade. You have... Um, you have the the right to communicate, right? So you can't you can almost insider trade without really insider trading, right? Because I can just go, hey man, I heard this story about you know Pepsi. Pepsi is about to make this announcement about this new soda. I think it's gonna pop, and people are gonna you know go, oh shit, let me buy a Pepsi, and then it's just gonna drive the price up. You, I don't, you can't stop that. You can't stop people from talking. Like I don't, unless you're gonna go, hey, no one's allowed to talk about stocks on the internet ever again. Yeah, good luck. And good luck. Yeah, and then what's gonna happen is people are just gonna go to the black the dark web. And just figure it out on there. And it's going to make it worse because they're just going to go, oh, now we're purposely going to try to fuck you on all this. Right. Instead of, hey, we're just trying to prop up GameStop and make some money in the process. And you took a short position. That's a you problem. You guys can afford it. you know. But this was bankrupting, dudes, man. Like, Yeah, like I said, I, I saw um, at, at, one, at one point it was like $70 billion in losses. So like Robin, Robinhood is a, is, a, is a free app, right? So, But they got to make money somehow. So what are they doing with your data? Are they are they are they one of those companies that's taking your data and and possibly selling it to the hedge fund guys so that they can make decisions based on your activity? Maybe. And I, I think they're also probably making money off the cash that you're not investing. Um, or they take positions like this where they, you buy a stock, but really they have the money and they're playing with it. Right? They're making money on it somewhere. So you figure it's through data. It's through your uninvested cash. Because for Robinhood, you can get a debit card. Like, I have a debit card through Robinhood, right? So if I cash out on a stock, I don't have to transfer it to my bank account and leave it in Robinhood, which means they're playing with it, right? They only have to. I, I got to look. I don't know what the rules are for. It's probably insured. A trade. It is. But also, you know, like, banks only have to keep, like, 10% of the of the reserves of the actual cash, right? So I don't know if that applies for someone. Like, like their minimum deposit. I don't know what the percentage is. But it might only be, like, 10%. So, you know, who knows? I'm sure the rules are a little different, right? Because that money's constantly kind of moving. But if you're those guys, you're definitely making money off stuff, which is why Robinhood doesn't allow you to day trade. Like if you go on Robinhood, man, and you bought a stock this morning and you sold in the afternoon, you can get away with that a couple times. Once they see you like a pattern of it, they'll freeze your account. It's happened to me all the time. So, <laughs> so which is why I use like an E-Trade or a T-Roll right, or whatever, right. you know, I'll use but like- then, But then those guys charge they you charge per, you per transaction, trade, right? Yeah, correct. But those guys don't care if you buy and sell the same stock within, you know, a few minutes, you know, like they don't care. Like they just want yeah, to they make it. they're making money yeah. either way. Listen, it's, I think this exposed, right, a system. And it's, it was interesting to me to see how many people didn't know that this happens. Like the amount of people who are like, holy crap, did you see like what's going on with these guys? Like- I can't believe you can do that. It's like, yeah, you've been doing this forever. Like the whole, the movie we were talking about earlier, The Big Short, the reason that 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 thing was even a movie was these guys, the, there was the one guy who's Christian Bale's, uh, Batman's character. So Batman's character, he discovered, uh, he was looking at numbers and basically said like, man, these these um, subprime mortgage loans, like these are all going to tank. Like people are going to default. It's like he started finding a pattern and like there's no way this is going to last. So he started, he took like a, billion dollar short position on subprime mortgages which you're considered out of your fucking mind at that time it's like dude it's real estate are you crazy like mortgage is the most secure thing ever and he caught the attention of the other characters in the movie i can't remember the name but those guys like what are you doing he kind of shows them the data and so those guys get in 
And then obviously the movie is about how obviously the, the financial crash happens right. and they cash out big time. And this is the one like the like the 2008. Yeah, this is the financial crash in right? 2009. So these guys actually shorted mortgage, subprime mortgage loans uh, and won big, big on that, which is something that you wouldn't do. Like people, like the fact that he was even allowed to do that is batshit This seems wrong. Yeah. Well, and that's, that's like if someone went to you during those days and went, Hey man, I think we're gonna take this massive short position on these mortgages. You'd have been like, "Yeah, no, bro, this mortgage is like, no, no way." Like, right. you know, real estate was considered could never fail, right? Like for years, you always heard before that happened. Uh, I don't know for those that are too young to remember this about it, but when that happened pre two thousand eight, it was like, "Oh, the easiest, most secure investment you can make was real estate." It was like it's never gonna go down, the, and it know. was, but it was ramping up really high. But it during that time, and yeah, that's what crazy. this guy was saying, and people were getting, you know, and I love the. Um, I love the scene in the movie where he's like with the stripper and the stripper is like, oh, yeah, I got this house and I got this house and they go see her house. And I forget exactly why they were even meeting with her. But basically, the guy's looking around going like this broad has like these three houses that are like six hundred thousand dollars a piece. She, you know, she's works as like a subcontractor. She could barely provide like the income proof and all this stuff. And he's like, she got a loan, like three loans for these different, you know, it was like back in those days, everybody was getting houses for like, dude, I remember getting like a, a number for a loan from a bank even recently where I went, you guys are crazy. <laughs> <laughs> but I think back then, man, when it, when it got like, so like the really like the, the heated part, banks were giving out like, forget about the 30 year, they were giving out like 50 year loans. Yeah. And I was like, man, if you are paying on your house for 50 years. You're never going to own it basically. I mean, uh, yeah, right. Unless you just pay it off like one day, you're never going to own Dude, a house. I was just like, man. And that then gives I, and me I angst, remember, bro. I don't want to pay for my house for 50 no, years, man. No. And I remember my house, you know, buying it at the price that I bought it and then what it was worth at that time. And, I'm, and, I, and I remember thinking like, it's not worth that. Like, no way. This is going to be like a stock. It's going to crash at some point. And sure uh, enough, it did. And then, yeah, then, then, um, yeah, there's no way, man. Like So, yeah, so really say, so these guys basically uh, bet that position. There's going to be a movie about this. I think I heard there's already two. Um, on the GameStop shit? No, on the GameStop shit. Really? There's already uh, two, I don't know if studios or whatever, but they're basically working on movies. I think it's going to be based around the the Wall Street Bets Reddit, uh, the subreddit, the, the channel, the group, whatever. Um these guys are they're gonna basically make a movie around these guys and how what they did with the GameStop thing and oh, that's cool. Dude, and, and for those who didn't pay attention, oh no, GameStop stock went from like five dollars to like two hundred and eighty, or no, it went over three hundred dollars a share. Three. Yeah, and it was five dollars when these guys started and picking it up. In what? In a few days? In a few days. Yeah, yeah, it shot up. You know, whatever that is. I could, listen. Your boy had a little bit of crypto in there that went up two thousand percent. Almost canceled everything. <laughs> <laughs> I was keeping an eye on it. I was like, listen. I was like, we gonna have to do this remote from now on, right? <laughs> I just bought a bungalow in Bora Bora. I ain't coming back. <laughs> I'd have been like, Did you get in on it? I'd have no, man. no, none of it. No, man, you oh, know, you know, I suck, man. <laughs> oh man, I got in on some, man. Uh, you next had time, to, man. Time. No, man, dude, uh, that's a whole other story, man. That's that's, that's an off the air story. <laughs> Yo, man, you seen your boy Marilyn Manson? Oh man, we. <laughs> So me and Juan went to go see Marilyn Manson back in what what year was that? Bro, oh nine. This is uh, when our uh, kids, look, our during, kids were just born during the crash. During the crash, I don't even remember this because both of us you had that's just right. had a kid, yes, yes, and I was yes, getting ready to right. have yeah. That's right, and and this dude, um, he he's an interesting guy. So, um, who is it? It's uh, Evan Rachel Wood, um, one of his former like 
fiance, girlfriends, whatever, is um, accusing him of several things, right? It's like, uh, you know, forcing her to take drugs and, and kind of almost like a, like a slavery type thing where she couldn't leave. Um, but her and then like four of the women stepped up and, and basically like they all have like PTSD from, from, from this dude. And I know that um, Evan Rachel Wood um, months ago, actually I was going to bring it up on a podcast that we had and I just never brought it up months ago, maybe like in the summer, she went on um, and, and she was sort of in support of increasing the uh, statute of limitations. For sexual assault. For sexual assault. Because they have like what it's a... I don't, I don't know what it is. I think it varies by the facts. And, and I, yeah, and, and I want to say she, it was in California where she was doing it. Okay. Um, I, could be, I could be wrong on that. Don't, don't quote me on that, folks. Go do your own research. But essentially now like she's, a, she's come out and is like, like they like a lawsuit against this dude and then there's like four of the women that claim pretty much the same thing and you go and you know i started thinking about it and i and i'm like yep just just from what i know about him i go like yeah i believe it two years bro is that what it is two statue years it's if, wow. if it's a the statute of limitations for a civil action for sexual assault it's two years assault and battery so two years assault and battery too yeah wow that's short and I thought man, I thought it was like seven years. Or yeah, something. no, it's not it's not very long. So um so you got these five women that come out and, and and I go, Yeah, like I believe it based on what I know about Marilyn Manson, but I'm but I'm also <laughs> but I'm also going like I don't know much about his personal life. I don't know right. him personally, right? We saw so, some pretty questionable stuff from not this obviously, but No, nothing like this, but just his his character. Yeah, his right. Right? Yeah, exactly. And so but I but I but what I do stand on is if people call you a crackhead for 20 years, at some point, you smoking crack. You smoking crack. So like this, it's like if you are getting multiple people that are saying that you are doing the same thing, it's like the Bill Cosby shit. You get enough people to come out and say they got, they all have the same story. Right. I'm not saying you're doing it now, but at some point, you was doing that and shit. And that was the worst kept secret in that circle of comedy. Like, oh, is that uh, right? Dude, do you know who Hannibal Burris is? No. Hannibal Burris was almost like uh, shunned from the comedy community for years. He would make jokes about it, like on stage. <laughs> like it was known. And that was the problem with the Bill Cosby thing is people knew. Right. And it was always like, yeah. And they wouldn't say anything. They just wouldn't say anything. It was like the Harvey Weinstein thing. Remember the remember the memes? They would have a man. <laughs> they would have a so Bill good. Cosby fucking shooting like a. Like a, a like pill. like a jumper, you're shooting the pill into the <laughs> into a glass. <laughs> Kobe, <laughs> oh, I can't even do a Bill Cosby impression. Like, oh my god! Man. But no, man, the allegations was I say it was like rape, violence, um, forced to take drugs. There was like forms of torture, like sleep deprivation and like hunger. Shit like that, like he would almost like imprison these girls, and it, obviously it was a mental thing. Um, and it was, you know, all of them sort of claimed to have PTSD um, afterwards. So, and I think his label dropped them. Actually, no, his label dropped his label them, dropped and then I think he was in a couple of like TV shows that got dropped both, as well. Both of them dropped them too, man. Which I, I have a problem. You with have, man. Do you have to, bro? If you're that, if you're that, you company, do because of the culture we're in right now. Right. Yes. Right. But we're in this like you're guilty. In the eye until of proven innocent. Until proven innocent. No, yep. man. It's completely it's the other way around. Yep. It's the other way around now. So, and again, to your point, if enough people come out, man, there's probably something going right. on there. 
Um, That's I think, the thing. I think that if you, I think you can make a good a good call if you're a company based on that. Like if it's one person and you go like, eh, it's a it's an old disgruntled girlfriend, whatever. This guy has money. She's looking for money. But when you have multiple people coming out, yeah, I again, guess that uh, makes it easier as a company. Or you just go, hey man, in light of all this stuff, we're gonna have to put a pause on anything you're in right now. Right. Let this stuff play out, and depending on what happens, then. We move on, you know, from there. I guess you you do. You're right, though. You if you run a company or you're a director of marketing or whatever for anybody, you kind of you got to separate yourself. Or you're a CMO, CEO. You kind of got to go. Hey, we got to create distance between us and Maryland. Like you said, we saw some. That's probably some off the air stories too. But, <laughs> but we saw some wild shit. <laughs> Maryland is a different dude, man. Uh, yeah, and you know what's funny, man? Is these people are talking. I go, none of that surprises me, right? All the stuff that they said, but also I went. All of that feels like you knew that going in. If does that make sense? Like all of that, like like, and he even he came out and went. Listen, no one. It's all consensual. It's all consensual. consensual. Like all this stuff was agreed to. Like blah blah blah. Like and I go, yeah. Like the little bit of interaction that we saw from him and stuff, you go, yeah, that's a different bird, man. Like you can definitely. And I think there's probably some of them that's misunderstood. There's a lot of rumors about Marilyn Manson too, about the freaky shit. Remember, like used to be rumors that he like removed a rib to give himself a blowjob and shit like that. That's like not true, but there would be like (laughs) weird shit with Marilyn. You can do that. So different. Yes. (laughs) Try hard enough, you can get just the tip. What if I remove three ribs? <laughs> you get halfway down the shaft. <laughs> I never leave the house. <laughs> yo, do you think the podcast will be over? This shit's about to take a yo. <laughs> like, what's your, I don't know. He's been in the bathroom mumbling for a while. <laughs> he be like, I'm trying to get him out the bathroom. All I hear is, mm, mm. he been mumbling in there. It sounds like he's chewing. I don't know what's going Yo, you think, fuck, man, I'm trying not, this shit's about to take a weird turn. You think, you think that shit feels more like, yeah. I can't even can't get, it, get out. it out. You think that shit feels like, oh, man, do you think that shit feels like you're getting your dick sucked or you're sucking? Or you're sucking? I don't think it matters. Because can you feel both? <laughs> Oh my god. Oh man. Yo. Oh shit. I can't even get that out. Dude, that's why. Yeah, you know what, man? I yeah, I think if enough people come out, you you're right. You gotta you gotta kinda take the L right now and then and prove your innocence or oh. are we back on Marilyn Manson? <laughs> <laughs> Unless you want to talk more about self fellatio. <laughs> so we, we go back to that. I forgot what we were talking about. <laughs> oh, shit, man. Oh, man. Dude. Yo, speaking of like freaky dudes, man. You know, dude, Screech. <laughs> freaky dudes. Screech died this week. <laughs> yo, he made the sex tape, yo. Yeah. He made the sex tape. That's but did right. you hear that? So, I know now I don't I don't follow that right like I, I did used to watch that that show Saved by the Bell so that's where I know oh, him from. Yeah. I think that's where we all knew him from. Love um, that show, man. Dustin Diamond. Um, you know I know we we make a lot of jokes on this on this uh, show, but rest in peace to this guy. He was only like forty four years old. That's 
Dude, the he, guy died less than cancer. a month. Yeah, though, but he got yeah. They they told him like stage four cancer like three weeks ago. Yeah, man. And he got his like first thing of his first uh, treatment of chemo, and then he fucking died. Dude, that's that's like one of us waking up tomorrow, and by the end of February we're gone. Like waking up tomorrow feeling like shit. You go to the hospital, they're like, oh, you got stage four cancer, and then by the end of February one of us is dead. And that's the story. He that, basically just felt like shit. Yep. And said, let me go to the doctor. And they go, oh, yeah, you got stage four cancer. That's your first, you know, your first round of chemo is going to be whatever in a couple of weeks. And he gets it and he, and he checks out. Dude, that shit is crazy, bro. Cause, but yeah, that, man, it's, it's like so sudden. Like you said, at 44, you're, he's probably touring and doing, or not touring. It's just going on right now, but he's probably yeah, I don't not know. thinking anything of it, man. Who knows? Yeah, I don't know. I don't just, know what he was doing. He, he did all these little like TV shows, random reality shows. And he? he was a touring comedian. So I don't know what, how much he was doing during obviously 2020, but he toured as a comedian for like the last, I want to say 10 years or something like that. Yeah. Um, I've seen in one of his interviews, man, where he was saying um, the whole Screech character kind of like fucked it for him because he was like he said he did that for like 12 years or whatever and so he stopped doing that in his early 20s and then kind of took some time off and then when he went back to try to get roles the the casting the casting folks were like ah like it's it's too much screech like we did we just keep seeing screech screech. yeah he was typecast yeah and i guess that's the problem with doing something so iconic and then so like uh uh what i'm looking for it's like a very distinct kind of like the mannerisms and the speech and you know the cadence of how he did everything like yeah it's hard to look past that it's like urkel like you can't see urkel and i do see that guy in things now and he does a decent job of not being oh he's in stuff urkel yeah yeah, yeah. he's not in a lot of stuff but he's in stuff he's still um you know he's still doing movies and he's still doing tv shows and things like that but yeah i could see like him you see him and you're like nah that's urkel man i can't like i can't look past that so i can it's uh who's the 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 cool dude stefan Stefan, yeah i was mad when i used to watch that show as a kid i was mad my name wasn't stefan yeah yeah because i was like yo he's so cool he's so suave even the name sounds sexy and i was livid that i was like yeah best y'all could come up with was huang I was so mad, bro. <laughs> but yeah, man, no, that that dude is say I saw the interview with him. Um, you mentioned the uh, the whole sex tape thing. He's he's just had a whole life of turmoil the last like twenty years. Yeah, like, that was it. Crazy. But so he but he said that that te- that sex tape, um, the the joke around it or the reason why he even did it was um, the Paris Hilton sex tape. So somebody goes like, "Yo, you know, like Paris Hilton made ten mil on her sex tape." And he was like, well, fuck, man. If I get half I'll of that, that, I'm good to go. <laughs> but according to him, it wasn't him. So it was, he goes, they, using video editing, they put his face on the person. think that's true, man. I, I don't think know. he regretted it after the fact. It's possible. I think he probably regretted it after the I, fact. You know what? Like, I, I just don't give a fuck, right? So, like, he, so he was saying in the interview that he got so much shit from people that would even just look at him and just go like oh yeah like you're like the, you did the sex tape thing like you know that that man that hum- became humans who he are was. so yeah they're so judgmental man and it's just like man I, like who cares yo what if the dude was just he couldn't get cast um you know he didn't know how to work anywhere else he had no skills and then he thought yo i'm gonna do this thing even if it is him to try to make some money yeah, like, why yo, not? Man, who you, bro? Listen, like, you're not hurting nobody, man. Listen, if I was confident that I could sell tapes of me, <laughs> you best believe your boy be out there. 
Nah, you know, bro, we got a business model here. We donate sperm, but we tape the filling of the cup. <laughs> and it's a package deal where you get the cup and a and a thumb drive with the video of how it got in the cup. <laughs> and it's two ninety nine. It's <laughs> I mean two dollars and ninety nine cents. It's like getting your picture with Santa. You know how they'd be like, you can have this three by four or for nineteen ninety nine more, you can have this whole package. I give you a keychain and everything. <laughs> we'll give him the fucking the mask with the carbon footprint on it. <laughs> oh my god, man, this shit is yeah, dude. I feel bad for that guy, man. Like the the like the because he has such an iconic role, and then to go like the. You know, like the tail end of his life for him to be in that kind of like, and obviously he made some poor decisions. Like he's stabbing dudes at bars and shit, and he he had all kinds of crazy stuff. But you just go for someone who I grew up like a, a you know, I think back to my childhood in that show. He's obviously a big part of that man, and and like the memories you have of like funny shit with him. It sucks that like even his perception of how he's viewed was probably fucked up, right? And you got to yeah. die with that on your... That sucks, man. We had him, right? So he was sort of like the like he became kind of the like. The, the troubled kid and then you had the other chick right the the was it lark voice yeah she's a weirdo too bro that she had she got some kind of mental oh she really does on. have yeah okay, she I, really I does take that back yeah I, I think she was on the uh, i don't know how many years ago but she was on like dr oz or some shit uh, okay. and um and they were basically she kind of just came out and was like yep like i suffer from psycho something 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 right where it's just like she has bipolar like, disorder or something it's not really crazy. it's not by bi- it's not bipolar um there is actually a name for it i know it starts with psycho which is like really bad i mean <laughs> like, when she said it i was like Look up damn man you can't you can't come up with no better name than something that starts with a psycho let's see but had this disorder it's essentially like I can't even pronounce it bro yeah it's schizoaffective disorder hold on schiz i could have sworn she said Sch- psycho something uh, that might be how it says psych it looks like schizoaffective disorder. Yeah, but either way, so what the way she explained it in layman's terms was that there's many voices in her head almost like fighting for like what to say. Oh, so schizo. Like I'm gonna be I'm gonna be the one to, to, to blurt this out. Fuck man. That has to that suck, has to suck dude. bro. Yeah, you live in your head like that, man. Yeah. Oof. She's not that old either, man. No, nah, but she's she forty six. She looks like shit. She looks horrible. Yeah, yeah. She looks. You know, it's funny. I saw everybody. Um, <laughs> I felt kind of bad for this because you know they just did a reboot That's of f- Saved by the Bell. Yeah, but they, they didn't invite them to. They didn't invite them to. Right. And then they're all now like, oh, you know, hey, and he got it. He, he had a very public like feud with all these guys, and then now they're all kind of like, oh, Dustin um, was such a you know talented yeah. guy. I'm like, dude, keep that same energy you had yeah. when someone was alive, man, and just yeah. I'm waiting for one of them to come out and be like. That motherfucker was crazy. Yeah, like that motherfucker was crazy. He was funny when he was with us. We had some good times, but he done lost his shit after the fact. R.I.P. Brother, <laughs> just leave it like that, man. He was also saying that in the interview that he so he wrote a book about sort of like the Say by the Bell years. Yeah, but it was a ghostwriter, and and he goes, yo, like the dude, he would call me and we would talk and he'd ask me questions, and then he goes, I thought I would be able to like proofread the book. And then, then the dude just put it out and was like, "Yo, like here's a copy. It's out and available." And he goes, "Yo, when I, he goes when I read through it, I was like, this is not gonna go over well. Like that's not. It's like it is what I said, but 
not what I said. Like the way the yeah yeah because words it's really hard man right. to write something and and like yeah you don't have that face to face or the 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 way it's taken the context right. you don't have the context behind it. An example that he gave was um, then the guy asked him like oh was anybody like um, did anybody sort of like having sex anybody like doing drugs and the and the said and and then, and then he made a comment of like oh well you know we're teenage kids and the hormones are pumping so you know that kind of stuff you know goes on and so then 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 the narrative becomes oh they're all sex banging fueled. each other yeah sex fueled set at saved by the bell yeah. with a bunch of 16 year olds <laughs> and you're just like right yeah man that's hard man yeah dude it's shame shame to see him go man but yeah man rest in peace, peace man. Yeah, Dustin Diamond yeah man you see um you see the new COVID test in China like yeah. way that oh bro check so it's it's more it's more effective and what they're doing is they only do it in extreme cases like emergencies where they actually they've actually have let to it know. out to the people man because I haven't heard shit from China yeah you know China be on the no no they actually let this out and they had to put out a statement and everything about it okay uh, so it's an anal swab so <laughs> <laughs> I wish I was bullshitting bro. <laughs> Does it, does it attack the, the ass first? <laughs> are, the, are the COVID spores? They literally take the Q-tip apparent? now and put it in your ass. And like yeah. they say like two, three inches or whatever. Which I'm like, they say it's not too far in. I'm like, two, three That's, inches is deep, bro. Yeah. Yeah, man. I don't yep. know. I can feel the tip wiggle at two, three inches. I'm not. <laughs> it's not cool, bro. But so they put it in. And then they, you know, obviously do like, like whatever, take it out. And then supposedly you can get a more accurate, quicker result that way. The best part of this whole shit, bro, is that so Chinese officials, like I'm going to read you the headline just because this shit is something they had to go on their news and talk and give like a public statement. So Chinese officials reassured members of the public Monday that newly introduced anal swab coronavirus tests will not make them waddle like penguins after. <laughs> After a video purportedly showing people struggling to walk after using them went viral online. <laughs> Damn, how big is that Q-tip? Bro. <laughs> they got a Q-tip like the size of a thumb. <laughs> See, you went small, bro. I'm thinking like cue ball tip. <laughs> Listen, man, anything... And anything that big, even the, even a thumb is a, is too damn big. Thumb is too damn big. So, bro, and you know this stems from people. I've, you know the internet, bro. The internet finds this out, right? And somebody pieced together like on social media a video with like funny music with people walking out of a hospital waddling like penguins, and people started thinking it was legit. Right. So they had to come out and be like, "Yo, that's not. You know, they weren't waddling because of the anal we swab. Like, it's okay." <laughs> <laughs> so dope. You seen this shit in uh, in Hollywood, man? Yeah, I'm just gonna the t- fucking the sign. <laughs> <laughs> so was it like six people? Um, I guess degraded. I guess I guess that's the right word. Degraded, vandalized. Yeah, the- yeah. it wasn't really a vandalism, man. Yeah, that's true because they didn't they didn't the fuck sign. it up. Yeah, that's true. So so six people went up to the um, on like the mountain, the mountainside where the where the Hollywood letters are, and they and they draped. I guess some. Uh, something over the a couple letters to make it holly boob that's so damn funny bro and they all got arrested yeah and they're all like um uh like um influencers the people who did oh they are yeah they're all like uh i think there was like porn influence like some of them are just like ig thoughts well it's four guys what the fuck is a porn influencer <laughs> so i don't even know i just made up a word bro i made up a term Yo, y'all gotta pay me royalties on that shit 
So I think what it was, it's four guys and then a girl, but I think they all run like either like an OnlyFans or like a, because what it was is they're basically, this is fucking genius, bro. They all got arrested. Their name comes out, blah, blah. And now people are going to be like, oh, who's the dude that did the Hollywood? They're just going to make their hits go up on like TikTok and Instagram and Facebook and all this shit. It's worth it. Yeah, fuck. I'll I'll spend, because they went in, had to pay a fine and get out because you couldn't charge them with vandalism because like you said, they they ruined the sign. They They literally just draped something over it. Yep. It's fucking brilliant. And then now we're talking about it. <laughs> it said Holly Boob. Now, supposedly it was for like 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 breast cancer. I mean, it's not October. And, and I was bro. like, and I was like, it's January. It's February. It's January. Whatever, whenever the hell they did it. Now, if you look up the people that did it, the, they were saying they're all like they're how they make their living is dotting online. It's it's four dudes and the girl. Ah, okay. So it, the whole point was to just draw attention to like these kids are masters it, at trolling. Everybody on the it probably is. <laughs> <laughs> No, but it's like, no, it's like amateur dude, like people. Like, I'm telling you, I think they have an OnlyFans or something like that. Because I was reading the article and it was like, da 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 da. And then, like, the last line of the article is like, oh, they're, uh, fuck, man, what's the word they use for them? But essentially, the word was basically like, oh, they do their own porn online. You're like, oh, well, that's why they would put a Hollyboob sign because it's funny. And now you're talking about them and people are going to go, oh, who's the people who did the Hollyboob sign thing? Yeah. It's so fucking funny. Couple more hits, couple more subscribers. Yep. Yeah. And then you, you figure those people are charging anywhere from like five to like hundreds of dollars a month to subscribe to them. Mm-hmm. And clearly people pay it. So fucking hey, good for them. We're yeah, talking about it. The, <laughs> to say the, the news grabbed it. And then now people are going to be like, who are the guys who put the Holly Boob sign up? It's, I mean, the immature child in me laughed hard as fuck when I saw the sign because it looked funny. <laughs> Did you see it? Did you see the actual sign? It's funny, bro. And can you imagine yeah, driving driving down the, 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 what's the highway in LA? Is it the 401? Oh, I don't know. I don't even know. But you're driving down the highway in LA and just seeing Holly Boob. Next but the to funny thing was, I guess, I guess they got reported. Mm-hmm. when they were doing it so i don't know if that was like if they self you know if they if they reported it and that's the thing is so supposedly the cops saw him in the act that's what i'm saying yeah so like and they basically waited for them at the bottom of the mountain because they knew that they come down yep and so i was just like ah, i wanted to not now that you're saying that i wonder if they just kind of it's, told it's the trolling bro it's the, yeah you're gonna do it because you want the like what's the worst that's gonna happen here i'm gonna get taken in i'm gonna pay a fine yep. and then now i got a whole story in the internet that's uh, people on the east coast are talking about like but it's, yeah, I have it's, no idea who they are, but it's if fucking you guys are genius, Holly, look up Holly Boob. Yeah, look uh, up Holly Boob. <laughs> Dude, Jeff Bezos stepped down, man. Seen that before? Uh, what do you mean? What do you mean? What he you mean stepped step down, down as a CEO of Amazon today. Uh, he's basically, or he'll he'll step down before the end of the year. I think Q three. Um, the guy who runs AWS, who's uh, Andy Jassy, is going to take over. Um, and then, but he's gonna go to Blue Origins like full time, and his whatever his other uh, the charity that he runs is called, and something else. He basically wants to focus on those things. So, oh wow, I'm like, uh, good for him, that's man. That's big news, but it doesn't it doesn't change anything. He's about still, him. yeah, he's still Amazon, bro. He's, you're chairman of the board, bro. Like this Andy Jassy guy's not doing nothing without you giving your blessing, basically. So, yeah, my kudos to him. Kudos he's to Bezos, make, man. He earned it. Still making billions, dude. They passed a one trillion dollar market cap. And they're at 1.6 right now. Trillion. Trillion dollars. That's so stupid. That's so, you know, it's funny. There's, there's, there's things that are like, you, you know, you ever think about the company that you grew up that you thought, oh, that shit's never going anywhere. And now they're gone. Right. Like think about, I don't know, Sears. Like I remember we used to go to Sears and yeah. get our appliances and whatever. 
um, you know, blockbuster, blockbuster, right? But blockbuster was a staple, <clears throat> right? Every yeah. Friday night, either you're getting a video game or a movie. Dude, my wife used to work there. Really? Yeah. Blockbuster? <laughs> Dude, it was a staple. It was like part yeah. of your culture, the routine. Yep. Arcades, you know, things like that that you never thought were going anywhere. And I look at Amazon and I go, eventually. Hey, Kmart? Yeah. Kmart was. Are they still around? Walmart? I don't, I don't think so, right? Don't, aren't they I owned by the same people that own Sears? One. Yeah, you figure somewhere like Kansas where they don't have enough internet to get a Target or something. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> where Target and Walmart <laughs> refuse to go. Alabama. <laughs> nah, Walmart's based in like Arkansas. They're definitely in Kansas. But you figure they're not going to get a Target. Bro. Yeah, Walmart's everywhere, man. You, they are. They're everywhere. You could be. There'll be Walmarts in the middle of the desert soon, bro. They'll be like selling you water for like $19 a bottle. But they'll, um, yeah, I, I think about Amazon and you go, eventually someone's going to oust them. But you're, I'm almost starting to wonder like, are they Dude, the too way big? that they're innovating? It's, it's the, what they're innovating, but they're integrating themselves in your everyday life now. Yeah. With everything. I was going to say, like, the whole, like, you know, whether whether Jeff Bezos leaves or stays or whatever, like, they are. They, we're, it, they're so integrated in, in my home. And there's packages that come almost every day because it's just random shit. It'll be, like, dog bones or, like, even dog food. Get everything on Amazon. Yeah, like, weird, like... And, and and there's people that use it to get like groceries and like right the whole shit. And I love the fact that they, you know, you can order something like at two o'clock in the afternoon and get it by six. Yep. Or it'll be there at like five o'clock. So you know, I get I get up at five thirty. I've gotten up at five thirty in the morning and gone outside, and I got a package at the, the door. Package, yeah. So I had like toothbrushes delivered today. Like, oh, I need toothbrushes. That used to be a trip to Walgreens, real quick. Yeah. Amazon. They'll be here tomorrow morning. It's so stupid, man. It's it's. It's that, but then I also think about like the security system in my home. They own Ring, right? So like I have a separate security system, but I also have some things they that do are Ring. Own Ring. They own Ring, so now they're integrated, and now they're integrating it with the Echo. Yep, and they're inter- so they're so embedded in in that, and then they own some of these smart lock companies now. And then I think now with the next, you know, I think we talk about this before, where they're trying to make your Ring devices and all that basically create like a, a web of Wi-Fi so that if you walk through a neighborhood with a bunch of Ring devices, you can basically tap into their Wi-Fi. They're basically going to, like, they're going to use that to create a Wi-Fi network, like a hotspots. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, but they own, they own Whole Foods. Like, so you figure eventually the grocery thing, what they're doing with regular stuff now, like I've bought groceries and stuff off of Amazon. It's not as big yet right but eventually it will be. it's coming yeah have you ever seen the grocery store uh that they're that they're piloting that's no no people no employees the one that you just kind of walk in yes. you grab your shit and you no walk cashiers out. no nothing yeah, yeah, you, yeah. you grab it's, your stuff it's in it's in seattle right in seattle yeah, yeah they have one i think they're putting one here um in lake nona or something i think we're eventually going to get one there to pilot in that in that um like medical city area uh, of orlando there but because they do a lot of things with tech companies there and they have a lot of people from silicon valley moving there but eventually, man, I'm like, these guys are going to be so embedded in everything that you're like, fuck, maybe these guys are going to be part of the too big to fail. These guys are going to be part of the like the banks or the or the GMs and the Fords of the world where we were like, oh, we designated them as too big to fail. Like, at what point does Amazon become so big that you're like oh, the web services? Right. If Amazon crashes, dude, most social media sites okay. go down. Right. Most uh, major websites, Peloton, like all this stuff goes like goes with it like it's it's insane how embedded they are in everything you do now i wonder at, at what point does somebody go oh it's a monopoly 
and they try to break it up. I think how they got away from it is they leave each company like um, sort of separate. Yeah, I mean, eventually you're gonna they're gonna have to go back to the same parent. I'm sure. You know, like Google Alphabet owns Google, and then owns a bunch of other shit too. Which I'm sure though, they're too big, and at some point they're gonna be like, what was the last search engine used that wasn't Google? You ever use Yahoo anymore? Or duck, Bing duck, go. or Duck Duck Go? Duck Duck yeah. Go. I've used it. You've used it? Yeah. Yeah. Like I'm like. DuckDuckGo is the one that doesn't track anything, and that's why people like it, right? Yeah. I, I'm like... But it's not as good. No. You go like... And I go, Google is synonymous with the word search on the internet. Like, you go like, I'm going to search... I'm you don't gonna, say, I'm going to go it. search that up on the internet. I'm going to Google it. Yep. Like, it's embedded into our vernacular. It's insane, man. Like, the... I know you just mentioned um, GM. You made me think of... Uh, GM made an announcement that by 2035, uh, no more combustion engines. Wow. So, so all, full electric. all electric. Yep. I think uh, Biden was talking about something last week where he wants to make all the government vehicles all electric. Yeah. Like 20, and so, or like yeah. That. And so that's kind of one of the things if you, if you follow like stocks and shit like that, um, you may want to start looking into into GM. electric vehicles, yeah. whether whether it's GM, whether it's Tesla, whether it's some other, you know, some other uh, company that 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 gives out or that makes parts for these vehicles. Yeah, the government is about to invest a bunch of money because their fleet includes like two electric vehicles out of thousands. Out of thousands. And they want to replace all of them. Dude, it's insane. I don't, I don't know if you saw too. There's a, um, I was trying to look up the name of the company, but I can't I can't find it. Um, there's a kid here from Orlando. Uh, oh, Luminar. They went public. I don't know if you saw this back in December. No. And I think what they make is uh, something for the automation of cars. And he's a kid, dude. He's like 20. He's, I don't even think he's mid-20s yet. He became a billionaire in a day because his company went public. Right. But he, I think what he's making is for like, not just electric vehicles, but you presume it's going to be electric vehicles. It won't look, but um, essentially he's making software and hardware for like the autonomy of like some of the oh, okay. electric vehicles and stuff like that. Um, dude, I think everybody's going to go this route, man. Everyone. You figure by, yeah, let's say 2035, 2040, it's going to be. Like, if you have a gas car, I think the, the certain ones are going to be worth a shit ton of money because, you know, I think they're going to be sought after by people. By like, Oh, right. I can't. I'm a car head, man. I can't. I tried yeah. the Tesla thing, man. I can't. Did you really? Yeah. Have, you, have, you, you, have you test drove them and everything? Yeah, I don't. So there's a couple of things I don't like about them. The interior is trash for a car at that price point. Why? On a Tesla. It's very basic plastic. It's very cheap leather. It's very, like, you could, like, the headliners, like, and if you look up Teslas and you start going down that rabbit hole, they fall apart. Like, you see, like, literally the, the headrest things fall, or not the, the headliner things come out. The plastic bezels all start kind of unsticking. Have you ever sat in one? Yes. It just looks very plain. The coolest thing about it is the screen. Yeah, but if you cover the screen on a Tesla, yes, then it it is. It's It's trash. But I kind of like that whole, like, clean look with just the screen and then you have the, the the sort of the basic screen in front of you as your speedometer and stuff like that. Yeah, I don't think it's so much the clean look. It's the it's the um the quality of the materials used that's a problem for a car at that price point, right? Because if you get a Tesla, if you want a model S, like can't get a model three like Oh the new the new ones are seventy five starting? Yeah, starting. You're starting at seventy five. So if you're gonna charge me that kind of money, the leather better be impressive. The like there's just stuff about it that's not I, I can't. And then the fact that it's completely silent just turns me off. But <laughs> and I know I'm eventually going to get one. I t- I'm telling you, I think I'm going to get. I'm going to get the truck. Is what's going to happen. I'm going to definitely jump on the truck. But the 
I don't know, man. I'm hoping that they ramp up the quality. And maybe with the economies of scale, as Elon makes more cars, they can afford to do, you know, get more expensive stuff and get better quality and get better pricing on this stuff so they can buy a book. But, yeah, I just don't feel like the quality of their stuff is there yet. And uh, at least as far as the components of the car go. But you don't hear a lot of them breaking down. So I guess that's a that's a plus. You don't hear about a lot of definitely a plus, bro. Before we get out of here, dude, uh, Super Bowl. What, what do you think? Super Bowl prediction. First of all, Tom touchdown Brady. That's what I'm. <laughs> that's what I'm rooting for, man. I'm rooting for the Bucks. Not because I not because I live in Florida. Um, I am rooting for Tom Brady. What that guy has done, ten Super Bowls. I, I, I saw a quote um, this morning. I was watching the ESPN show Get Up. And um, the guy's name escapes me right now, but it's a guy on there. He used to play for Dallas Cowboys. Um, and he said, he said uh, basically, he's like, man, I played for nine years, um, which is much more than the NFL average for a player. And he goes, so I can look at my career and go, I had, oh, my career will be defined as a successful career. And I played nine years. This guy's gone to 10 Super Bowls. It's just it, it. I don't think that you know. I think that when, when you're in it, or when when you're sort of living in this time, you don't appreciate it. It'll be one of those things that when once he's gone, that people are gonna look back and go like, "Wow, like what a career!" It's like it's like LeBron. People hate on LeBron right now, right? He doesn't play for your team, what have you? It's like Jordan. I hated Jordan as a kid. Oh yeah, yeah. right. But as a kid and as a, as a young adult. I hated them because I was a Knicks fan and he killed us every year, right? And so it, these are the guys, man. And, and Tom Brady is is that guy. If you hate the Patriots, if you love them, if you hate them, like this guy, you are watching history unfold. I, my brain tells me the Chiefs are going to win, but my heart wants Tampa. See, man, I'll, I'll take it further. I think Tampa's going to win. I think Tampa's going to win. I think... If you look at that um, game last year, the Niners had a shitty offense, but a really good defense. And that game was basically the Niners to lose. And with four or five minutes, I think, you know, Kansas City obviously made just enough plays to win. I think that the only part that worries me here is that is the moment too big for the guys on offense that Tom Brady has. Like the Godwins who haven't been there. Uh, right. You know, Antonio Brown's been in big moments, but... Uh, you know the the guys. Yeah, but who you remember you got you got Brown, you got Gronk, right? But Gronk's been ineffective this year, right? But maybe he rubs off on these guys. But I'm worried about like Godwin, Evans, you know, Scotty Miller, the the you know Leonard Fournette. Are these is, are they going to get here? And this is too much. And maybe it helps that this isn't as it's not going to be. You know, it's like twenty thousand people. I think it's not going to be a whole lot. Right. You know, it's a little bit kind of watered down from a normal Super Bowl. So maybe that helps them. I have a lot of confidence in that defense, man. Oh, the, the defense has been, has been crazy. As great as Patrick Mahomes is, I think the Niners show that you can slow them down just enough. And I think if you go, hey, we can keep the Chiefs to like t- low 20s, we're good. And I, yeah, I just, yeah. I get the feeling that the experience is going to pay off here, man. And, and that's, um, I'll tell you what, man, for out, man. the guy, so like, I, I worry about Mike Evans. Yeah. Um, Godwin, not so much. Um, but, but him, um, Fournette, I'm not really sure about, but I think that those guys look at Tom Brady and go, "He's done it. He's been here nine times." So I'm just gonna listen to whatever. Just that listen to he what says. he has to say, dude. I like you saw Danny Amendola came out this week and went the Patriot way was Tom Brady's way. 
there's no. Oh no no no! I and Danny that. Amendola is part of like, and I don't. I guess he must not be on that team anymore because if he's running his mouth now, <laughs> he, he must have gotten cut. But he basically came out and went, oh, "Yeah, the Patriot way is Tom Brady." That's what he said. He oh like, wow! So he's gone from there. Um, yeah, man. Was, <laughs> so uh, he got fired. So he got fired for sure. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, dude, man. I, yeah, I just have I for some reason I think they're gonna pull it off, man. There's something about and we've talked about this a lot. There's something about the Chiefs this year that I feel like they're obviously great, man. The Chiefs are gonna be here probably next year again. Uh, they're the Warriors right now in the NFL, man. I don't see anybody slowing them down in the FC for the next. You know, they like, just do enough, bro. Yeah, and they, they're good at everything. Yeah, like, this year they're right. like their defense has stepped up in yep. the and and. That's where I think I go, hey, their defense might play well, so they might make this game ugly. I go, I just trust Tom Brady enough to make the plays. But you know what, man? Uh, (laughs) And maybe I'm going to talk myself out of this. Dude, Patrick Mahomes has been in the league, what, this is his fourth season? He doesn't start year one. He is uh, an offsides penalty away from his first year as a starter from getting to a Super Bowl against the Patriots. He has AFC Championship in his second year. And the guy gets called for an offsides, and that basically cost him the game. It gave him the first down and then game. Uh, Then he wins it, right, his second year in the league. Well, second, 30 in the league, second year. Yeah, 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 second starting. I'm like, this guy's. you could make the argument he probably should have won it every year he's been in the league or would have been in one. You know, so he's obviously great, and I don't think – you know, he's not slowing down anytime soon. I just think that this is one of those like LeBron is running into Jordan and Jordan's going to have one last dance kind of thing. You know okay, what I mean? Okay, like somebody yeah, made yeah. a great uh, that, that great analogy. I can't remember who was on SportsCenter, which went like, hey, you guys are witnessing LeBron versus Jordan right now. Like this is the like that's what the equivalent of this is. This is the goat versus the the heir to the goat throne because Patrick Mahomes is that damn good. So it be like, you know, it's two years in and we're like, this kid's going to be one of the greatest ever. As long as he has longevity. Yeah. Right. As long as he doesn't get hurt, you're like, this kid's going to be one of the greatest ever. So I just feel like it's one of those where I, I just feel like Brady's going to do just enough to get one last one. And I think Brady just wants one so bad without Belichick that this might be his best chance to get it or next year, because I do think that team is even better next year uh, because now they've had a whole year together you know, they, they, everybody's loose. You'll probably have a preseason. You'll probably have, you know, you can get the guys who you draft and all that. But, yeah, man, it's going to be interesting. So who you got? Tampa, man. Tampa? Tampa. I I'm think going, Tampa I'm it going up. Tampa, too, um, although I really think <laughs> that the Chiefs are going to win. Put, put money on it. Let's put money on it. No. <laughs> no, you wouldn't bet? No. I'm going to go bet it because I'm a degenerate. Listen, by the way, <laughs> if y'all ever get any good advice from me, for as long as Tom Brady is in the league, just pick up whoever the white slot receiver is on that team. Just always put them on your fantasy team or but bet they don't have on them. One. Yes, they do, bro. Miller. Ooh. Miller. Dude, I don't, even, I don't even know who that is. Exactly. I've been putting this Miller kid on my DraftKings lineups every week for Tom weeks. Brady loves the slot Yeah, guy. I just looked through the lineup of the Tampa Bay, and I went, who has a position as wide receiver and is white? And then I picked that guy because if Tom Brady's, for whatever reason, he falls in love with white receivers or Jewish receivers. Like, he just has a thing for them, and he throws to them. And I just put them in my lineup. They crush. And then it costs so little money because the way the DraftKings thing works, yeah. it's like they, you know, they give you a salary cap. Nobody's fucking spending money on, on Miller, right? So he's like at the bottom of the totem pole. So I pick him up. He costs me nothing. And he always scores the most points on my team. I've made so much money off Scotty Miller this year. <laughs> I think that's his first name. Only know his first name. I'm pretty sure it's Scotty Miller. Thank you, Scotty. But Scott, thank you, Scotty Miller. And every other white receiver that's ever played with Tom Brady. Just, uh, just you know, take that to the bank, kids. <laughs> All right, with that, man, Hi, yo, man. thank you. Thank you once again, folks. Uh, another week, uh, we appreciate you guys. Leave us a, a comment on, on Apple Podcasts and everywhere else. Just listen. Um, follow us on IG. Follow us on Facebook. What else are we on? Stitcher, 
Um, TikTok, Podchaser. Yeah, you got that. Tune in. Uh, Spotify. Do you say Spotify already? You might have said Spotify. I think so. Google Podcasts. Yeah, we're literally if if it's a podcast platform, we're on it. Uh, we're on a few in India and overseas. We're on we're every Amazon yeah, what's the, Music. What's, what's the one in um, India? Is it so, Ghana? Ghana, and then uh, there's another one that starts with a J. Uh, Jarv something seven. Jarvo seven. Yeah, but Ghana's the big one. Ghana's the yeah. The Ghana's like their iTunes, evidently. And uh, I'm gonna tell you the name of the other one, man, right now, because uh, we're on a few here. So, oh, we're on Podcast Index, Player FM, Deezer, um, Geo7. I think that's how you pronounce it. That's what the other one is in India. Um, and then we're on Radio Public, Pocket Cast. Uh, literally, if they play, uh, tell your Echo yeah. to play us. Google us. Yeah, Google us. <laughs> we're, we're on we're everything. On air. We're on tell, everything. Tell your friends, tell your family, tell your girlfriends, boyfriends, pizza mans, uh, everybody, man. Just uh, get on it. Thank you guys for the love, man. All right. I guess we'll see you next week. See you next week. Peace. Peace.